Welcome to the Ether. Today is Sunday, June 19th, 2022. Today on the Ether, Cosmos Spaces, the future of stable tokens, an AMA with composite money and harbor protocol. Let's take a listen. Hello, everyone. How are you guys doing? Amazing. How are you guys doing? Doing good. No complaints here. Sunday uh, morning for us over here. I think it's what, Sunday night for you guys? Yep, it's 9.30 p.m. here. Appreciate you guys staying up late with us. No problem at all. It's, it's always, you know, we, we are really excited to tune in with Cosmos Pieces team anytime. Good morning. I believe uh, we have to drag a few people with us. Uh, Anubhav and Shanky, these two people from our team would appreciate if you could drag them to speaker. While he's doing that, just want to say good morning to everybody. And also, happy Father's Day for anyone that's celebrating Father's Day today. Happy Father's Day. You doing anything special, Gaines? Well, of course, my wife was like, hey, you know, why don't we take you to Lowe's and see what kind of grill you want? Well, of course, you want me to buy a grill so I can cook on the grill for Father's <laughs> That is funny. But, um, yeah, I'm actually going to celebrate with my family gonna go visit my dad he's actually doing some grilling so i'm gonna help him do some grilling over there it's gonna be a good day it's really nice outside so gotta enjoy the nice weather yeah rhythm are we uh, anybody else uh i believe that is it uh anubhav shangi smile and me are there from the complex uh, composite team and i'll be speaking today about you know all the Development going around in Comdex and you know our upcoming stable coin composite CMST. What's going on, everyone? Give me one minute. Hey, what's up, Haas? How you feeling, Haas? Hey. All right. Hey, Haas. Just have this really bad cough. It won't go away. It's really frustrating. So annoying. It like comes in spurts. I've taken everything you think of too. You're still feeling like crap over there, Haas? I mean, I feel better. It's just that uh, I just have this, like, really annoying cough that just won't go away. So frustrating, dude. Oh, gosh, dude. You know, what I did when um, I was going through COVID, I was making sure that I drink enough, like, warm teas and then take ibuprofen. Your lungs lungs get a little bit just sore from all that coughing, you know? I know. That's what it is. Like, so I'm like... And I'm tired too all the time. Like I, I usually don't sleep that much. Like I need six hours max. I've been sleeping like 10, 11, 12 hours. Oof. So annoying. I got so <laughs> racked in Texas. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. Oh, amazing. I guess you guys were there for uh, decentralized consensus often, right? 
Well, that was my initial plan. I mean, I did do the central, but then Thursday at like autumn, I don't know. I just got. I just started getting this really bad migraine, and then I went back to the ah. back to the house, and it was just a migraine that lasted for like three straight days. So it just totally wrecked my consensus uh, trip. I didn't even do anything for consensus. Like I was going to help with osmosis, and I couldn't do anything. I was miserable. That, Central was awesome that. though. Rhythm, um, Comdex was there. Uh, Siddharth of Comdex. He had a oh, nice yeah. presentation, so he was he was putting in some good work over there. Yeah, we like you know presented uh, the Comdex ecosystem over there. Um, Siddharth spoke about you know what all developments and what all products we are building right now in the Comdex ecosystem. So I believe it was really amazing to have them over here. Yep, it was so much fun, dude. So much fun. Wish you were there, Rhythm. Uh, I wish too. Yeah, no, it was more of our, maybe. Definitely a good time for sure. It was nice. It was nice being up on stage with Sid as well. I, Sid, and then there was a guy from Bacon mm-hmm. Coin, and then Fanvestor and Tangible. We were talking about NFTs up on stage too, so it was pretty cool. Oh yeah, a lot of you know builders out there building various stuff. Really excited to see what what's coming in the future. Yeah, we need some sort of positivity. The market, this is just pretty bad right now. It's just really, <laughs> really bad. It's like I'm like a really a positive person, and it's just like, man, what what happened? It was like all if, it almost seems like all the hard work that we've done over the last basically I don't know a year twenty, especially twenty twenty two. It just seems like it just went away. <laughs> this market's brutal. <laughs> Like I was just looking, like Bitcoin's under twenty k, like Ethereum's a mess under a thousand. Like <laughs> it's just, this is crazy. Like, like Osmosis is under a dollar. It's like I don't know what's going on right now. The, only, the one of the tokens that is doing all right right now is is Evmos. That's about the only token in our ecosystem that's kind of not mm-hmm. doing that bad. But oh well. Yeah. What are you gonna? Are we waiting yeah. for people, uh, Rhythm, or are we good? Uh, no, we're good to go. We can definitely start now. Sure, I guess we can just kick it off by um, having you guys give us an intro, who you are and what you're doing in the Cosmos ecosystem. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I am Rhythm. I uh, pretty much handle growth and marketing at Comdex, and along with me, I have a few folks from the Comdex team, and specifically and dedicatedly, they are working on the composite. So yeah, uh, guys would would appreciate if you could uh, you know briefly introduce yourself. Oh, hi everyone, I'm Shankesh. Why I'm a research and strategist at Comdex, and uh, yeah, means we are go um like we are in the developing team of this uh, Harbor Protocol. Yeah, hi guys. Uh, so this is Anubhav. Um, I'm mostly working as a research and development product manager here, basically uh, looking after all the. Uh, mechanisms um, uh, for the uh, for the protocol, like from the uh, peg stability uh, to the you know minting ratios and all of that. So yeah, that's that's my job here. <clears throat> hey hey guys, so I'm Ismail and I work as a research and strategist with Comdex and specifically working on the Harbor token and you know the token economics and the composite stablecoin. Uh, pegging in the mechanisms nice to meet all of you it seems like every time we get on like a 
a Twitter space with the Comdex team. It seems like it keeps getting bigger and bigger. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, with the development of so many products, we do require a big team. And, you know, a lot of people simultaneously working on a lot of products building up in the Comdex ecosystem. So, yeah, <laughs> you'll see much, many more faces in the future. Yeah, if you don't mind, just talking about the different products that, um, you know, are connected with Comdex now, because it's been a while since we last talked. So I'm sure there's a few more that we can discuss. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I'll, I'll quickly, you know, for the people, I'm, I'm sure uh, many of you would have, uh, you know, uh, been aware about Comdex, but let me take the opportunity to introduce Comdex firstly, and then I'll hand it over to Smile, which will then, you know, uh, give introduction about all the products that we are building under the hood of Comdex. So Comdex is a DeFi infrastructure layer for the you know Cosmos ecosystem right now. Uh, we have a suite of modules that any builder or developer could use to deliver leading edge DeFi applications uh, that too, powering DeFi in the multi-chain future. So when we started Comdex, we started it as a synthetics protocol, but then to accomplish our vision of bridging DeFi and CeFi, we, you know, uh, took it to the next level and we started to develop so many products under the hood of Comdex. And that is where we discovered that, you know, now we are grown from a synthetics protocol to a DeFi infrastructure layer for the Cosmos ecosystem. With all the product that we are building right now under Comdex, uh, we are kind of utilizing similar sort of code for different product. If you'll see our synthetics platform, the C asset app, it utilizes you know CDP module, auction module, liquidation module. The same CDP module we are using in our stablecoin CMST as well, right? And in the future, you'll see uh, you know the usage of these similar module in our upcoming products as well. So, you know, this reusability of code gave us an idea that, you know, uh, why can't we make these module available for everyone, all the builders and developers out there. So they just have to modify already existing module and can deliver a leading edge DeFi application rather than building it completely from scratch, right? So this is where Com stands as of now. And Smile, would you be uh, like, you know, uh, would appreciate if you could explain what all products we are building. There is a huge list going on. So yeah, uh, would appreciate if you could, you know, give us a brief about what all we have in complex ecosystem. Um, yep, thanks Lidham. So firstly, um, I'd like to start with the enterprise trading platform, right? So our enterprise trading platform is live and you know, all the commodity trades that happen uh, uh, had happened on the enterprise trading platform. So we started with it and I think it was early 2021 when we, you know, uh, created a blueprint to build a stable coin, right? Now, uh, the problems we uh, like we faced and, you know, we understood that, you know, there's a need of stablecoin that is reliable and robust, right? Like if you see the algo stable, uh, algo stablecoin mechanisms, it is not too robust and, you know, not to be trusted. We know what happens. So we were, we were quite sure that we do not want to build an algo stable. We wanted a 
were collateralized stable coins so uh, a few members of our team started working on it then we understood that there's uh, uh, there's like a lot of need of a lending borrowing platform in the cosmos ecosystem that doesn't exist right now which we we are like very close to finishing it up which is called komodo which is underway too and uh, lastly the shipfi and the csrt csrt app devnetted devnet is out so uh, basically that will also be live soon um and the shipfi app will be completed by uh, in the last quarter of this year so all these things are worked on uh, are being worked on simultaneously wow wow that's that's a lot of platforms that's a lot of different type of platforms that we need in the cosmos ecosystem but um for <laughs> those that like for those that are newer to like stable tokens and algorithmic tokens can the panel below and also you um rhythm just give us a brief like overview of what different type of stable coins exist in every ecosystem not just like the cosmos ecosystem yeah definitely i believe if our researcher would be the best person who can answer this in a very layman terms uh but yeah before moving to it if you know uh if someone wants to see what all products are currently being built on comdex uh they can definitely visit our website comdex.1 it is revamped very recently and you know all the information about our upcoming products and all the products that are live already on chain you can definitely you know see it under the comdex ecosystem section present over there and yeah uh handing over to researchers to answer what all different type of stable coins available right now yeah yeah right thanks maybe i can take that one uh so uh, regarding the types of stable coins that we have uh, in the market so we generally uh, we have two types of stable coins one is uh, something called the arithmetic stable coin and i think one of the best, best examples is the terra luna uh, system and then the other type of uh, stable coin that we have is uh, something like a collateralized uh, stable coin all right now when it comes to arithmetic stable coins it's it's pretty much uh, like there's nothing backing the currency itself it's just a of code a set of rules or, or mathematical functions that define um, you know the supply of the coin and the peg stability of it um, when it comes to collateralized stable coins uh so we have multiple options we can have a situation where we have like you know something uh, equally collateralized or or uh, like something like a uh, you know like okay you have one us dollar in the bank and against that you're uh, minting one uh, us uh, dollar token uh, to to represent that so that would be like you know equally collateralized and then you have something like a collateralized token uh in that in, in such a scenario uh, like basically the asset that uh, is being backed uh that is being used to back the stable coin maybe something volatile and and you probably want to go with an over collateralized nature um uh, you know to be able to protect the uh, coin uh, in in case the 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 uh, collateralized asset you know uh, kind of dips uh, in the future so basically i mean to to summarize yeah so we have basically two types of coins and then uh, when it comes to uh, collateralized stable coins we have either over collateralized or uh, uh, something that is like a one to one i i hope that answers your question yeah it does um tricky or hash do you want you guys want to ask some questions yeah i was going to say so you know you just you just did a very good job explaining uh, the different types of stable coins so just recently i'm pretty sure we're all aware of 
you know, Tara and what happened over there and how that's definitely was a, a something bad that's happened, but it's not scaring anybody away from the stablecoin world. So can you explain to us like why stablecoins are so important and why they aren't going to go away? Yep. So uh, I'll take that question. Um, basically, stablecoins are important to, you know, people need something to like get in like something that is not volatile and you know keep keep their um, i mean po- portfolio at a stable level right then then there's a lot of stable coins that exist right now in the market but you know mo- mostly there's a, a concern about the, the centralized and you know centralization concerns pegging concerns and different concerns that people face now, what we understood by studying all of them is, you know, the uh, MakerDAO and DAI mechanism, which is over collateralized, uh, is is the best mechanism we we we'd like to go forward with, right? And uh, DAI is only the stablecoin that uh, has like shown in volatile markets that it can stay pegged to 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 a dollar, right? So basically, that is it. Well. Speaking about Dai, is that one of the stable tokens that that you guys have been doing a lot of research on? Yeah, basically the MakerDAO protocol and Dai is the one we are following with Harbor and you know the composite token. Oh yeah, so actually, speak a little bit more about Harbor and, and how that all comes into play with all the different platforms because I don't think we spoke enough about Harbor. Yeah, so Harbor is the governance token, just like MakerDAO is for DAI, Harbor is for Composite, right? So why do we need a governance token, right, at the first place? So um, basically, we want to, you know, uh, currently we won't be a full-fledged DAO, but we want to transform our platform into a full-fledged DAO where the community can take it forward and, you know, all the decisions and how the protocol moves forward would be in the hands of community. Right. That is how MakerDAO also works. There are people working like full time to uh, take forward the task of moving MakerDAO forward. So we want to also get forward with it and uh, why we need a Harbor token. So um, there's clear value accrual for the Harbor token with the growth of Composite, the stable coin, right? Uh, as Composite, you know, expands the MakerDAO, uh, I mean, the uh, uh, Harbor and this clear value accrual there. So, yeah, that that uh, basically is it. And maybe if I, if I could just add to your point. Um, so there's another thing that happens uh, with, with the model that we're going with. Um, if, let's say, we have uh, CMDX as the governance token for this platform, it, it would likely be like a, like a you know, conflict of interest because you could not take the same token uh, to govern the decision making on the platform with also uh, you know uh, locking it up in the platform to mint that currency so to kind of prevent that in the first place we we needed another token and uh, for for governance and of course then um, the value accrual of the token uh, flows to uh, uh, the harbor token that we have thank you thank you pass do you got any questions for the panel no i mean uh, we obviously know that I mean, in order for like crypto to to be mass adopted, it, def- it definitely needs multiple stable coins. So, you know, I'm very interested in Comdex product uh, moving forward and all that. So, I mean, all the questions you guys asked are pretty much questions that I would have asked. So, I, I mean, I appreciate all the detailed answers. But yeah, I mean, 
we need we need stable coins. You need to have a lot of them, uh, you know, because what happened with with Terra, and we just need more options. So I'm looking forward to all of this. Yeah, and I could you know, uh, yeah. Please go ahead, Smart. Oh yeah, just uh, quickly adding on to that, you know what the Cosmos ecosystem, the problem Cosmos ecosystem is facing right now is the composability of stable coins. That is, you know, there's multiple bridged stable coins here like Axler, GUSDC, and Axler USDC. So there's fragmentation of liquidity there. Now what people can do is, you know, they can directly mint our CMST and CM the composite stable coin can become the uh, like the core, uh, 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 all the stable coins can be minted through it, you know, opening a CDP and it can stay as the core Cosmos stable coin without the need of fragmentation of liquidity of, the, you know, the bridge stable coins. Go ahead, Rhythm. I knew you wanted to say something. Yeah. So, you know, uh, I'm, you know, kind of active in the communities and many people. We already have seen what happened to the Algos stablecoin recently. So many people are currently concerned with all the development going with our stablecoin and any other stablecoin in general, that what happens in the market volatility, right? So it, it is, I feel it is the best time where we can directly speak to the community and can answer this question in a very detailed manner so that we can clear it once for everyone, right? So I, I definitely, you know, uh, wanted to hand over to our researchers so that, you know, they can explain how our stable coin will hold its peg in the volatile market and what all defense mechanism we have placed in order to defend ourselves against getting depegged anytime. It doesn't matter in what market we are, uh, you know, going through or what conditions we have. So, yeah. If, if these guys could answer it, would be fantastic. Sure. Thanks, them. I'll uh, start with this one. Um, right. So uh, regarding how we plan to manage the peg um, in secondary markets, uh, maybe a, a good point would be that we start with, uh, you know, on the hardware protocol, uh, one CMST will always be treated as $1. Um, now, in secondary markets, of course, uh, the peg is not under our control, but what mechanisms that we have in place uh, are, are supposed to mechanically ensure that that always stays at $1, right? So like, I, I, so we have like a fire defense mechanism and I, we also recently tweeted about it. Um, I'll just quickly go through like, you know, what are the different uh, uh, mechanisms that we have and you know, how that uh, are going to maintain the peg to uh, $1. So, uh, like, first things first, uh, we all know that uh, we uh, this is a over-collateralized um, uh, model and we'll have multiple assets that we'll be accepting as collateral. Uh, in case uh, one of the asset fails or, 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 or goes to zero or something like that happens, uh, <coughs> sorry, but in case, you know, one of the assets crashes or whatever, uh, we always have sufficient CMST in the market, uh, in secondary markets to be able to uh, hold its value. Now, they will not be like a, a run uh, to dump the tokens or, or something like that because there will still be more assets uh, with higher value that will be backing the token. Uh, Can second... I come and ask a question? Sure, 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 Jimmy. Yeah. Uh, Sorry about that, guys. Uh, we'll we'll take, take questions here in, in a little bit. We'll bring you back up, though. Please request to speak once uh, the panel is done speaking. Thank you.
Okay. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, all right. Uh, so continuing. So that was like basically the first line of defense. Uh, like you know, we have multiple assets and we are over collateralized. Um, so yeah, that that protects the uh, composites value. Now coming to the second thing. So we have something called a surplus uh, 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 module, which we've named it as collector. Uh, now, any fee that we accrue uh, or any kind of interest rates or any liquidation uh, fee that we accrue, all of this money is supposed to flow into the surplus module, uh, into the collector that we have. Um, we also have something called a locker and we basically give it on, uh, uh, you know, we give uh, a locker savings rate on that. So if people uh, take up composite from the market and put it in a deposit there, in a locker there, they earn some return uh, interest on that money, which accrues, uh, which basically gets compounded. Now, so that, the way this collector module is designed, uh, if we do not have any bad debts in the system, this will always, uh, always accrue money. All the interest will flow into this. And eventually, we expect that uh, the collector module will have, so, uh, will have more money than it is uh, required to have, right? That is the moment when we trigger the third defense mechanism module, which is the harbor token. Uh, if we have a lot of surplus in this collector module, uh, basically we auction off that composite that we have uh, to the uh, community. And this is done via surplus auctions. In return, we buy the harbor token and we burn it. Um, so basically all these three combined would ensure that uh, sorry, these two mechanisms, the, the collector module and the, uh, the uh, auctions that we have, uh, these two would ensure that we do not really have a huge supply of composite in the market, which should not basically earn them the value of, uh, of composite. They should not depeg it. All right. Now, the, the fourth scene that we have, the fourth, uh, sorry, the fourth um, uh, mechanism that we have, it's called the emergency shutdown module. Now, this basically has been designed to protect any vault owner or any composite holder um, uh, that we have. Uh, and this is like one of the uh, last line of mechanisms when it comes to timeline. Uh, uh, what would happen is, let's say, you know, there's like a huge market crash or there's something that horribly goes wrong. All right. And, and basically, we cannot... Uh, 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 for some reason, you know, we're not able to protect the value of composite token in external markets. In that situation, we will still allow, uh, you know, we will basically shut down the system. We'll allow the vault owners to be able to take away their extra collateral that they have, uh, respecting the one is to one ratio that we have. And the rest of like whatever uh, uh, assets that we have logged, we can auction them off for CMST, treating CMST as $1. So that way, uh, you know, users will not be... Um, uh, cheated off the money or whatever they would they would always have uh, the true asset worth uh, in hand um, and, and this is again the worst case scenario but we we do have something like this built in uh, there's also one uh, additional mechanism that we have which is called the stable mint now basically this is like a one is to one uh, swap uh, this is like a one is to one swap uh, where we will have some uh, uh, stable uh, like another stable token locked in our protocol and users can uh, take, uh, like either they can bring in their USDC or or like any such stable coin that we have, uh, which we have planned uh, to be locked in the stable mint. So users can bring the stable coin uh, at one is to one. They can mint away CMSD and basically uh, rebalance the peg if needed on the other side. Uh, the other situation is let's say uh, composite is 
uh, trading below the peg. That would mean that there is a, a surplus of uh, supply of CMS in the market. So it, users can basically um, buy composite from the market at a cheaper rate, come to the protocol, do a one is to one swap and take away the other stable coin, uh, which probably would be the USDC. So like, you know, in this case, basically with the art style, uh, art style uh, method, we will be able to manage the peg of uh, composite uh, in external market. So basically these are the five, uh, five defense layers that we have uh, for the protocol. Yeah, those are yeah. a ton of defense mechanisms that are needed. And that, that explains it very well. And in case people like kind of miss some things, we pin most of that information here to the top of the, the space. Oh, yeah, I can see very interesting and informational thread written by Smile Paint over here, which, you know, you know, breaks down each and every defense layer in a very layman, uh, a very, you know, informational way. So anyone who want to give it a read, please check the pinned tweet up there. Anyone wants to add to that? Please, please go ahead now. I think that'd be a good time to uh, get to some of the community questions. I know we have uh, Grits and Slab Lab up here. Um, and if there's anybody else out there in the crowd that has a question, feel free to request the mic and let you come up. Um, but Grits, I know you were first to request. If you want to uh, go ahead and ask your question. Well, it wasn't really a question. I was just saying hi. And uh, uh, I'm moderating uh, the Comdex Telegram. Just uh, come join there and chill. It's a very nice place to hang out. There's quizzes and stuff. Oh, yep. I agree. It's, it's really, you know, uh, great to have you with us, you know, in our community chat. You have been doing a really impressive work over there, engaging the community and answering all the questions. Very, you know, very interesting way. Hey, uh, I guess it's Jimmy. Hey, hi, Jimmy. Uh, Haas, check uh, Telegram, please. Yeah, I had a, a question then. Um, so, I believe the basic understanding is that with the new tokens coming out, with the exception of the stablecoin, obviously, but uh, is there going to be any drops uh, for Comdex holders for Harbor Protocol? and Well, Comdex staker meant not holders. But will the Harbor token and... Uh, uh, I forget the lending platform. I think it might have been Komodo or something like that. Or going to be an airdrop for the stakers for Comdex. Yeah, so I'll take this one. Um, see, I'm not in a um, position to comment on other tokens, but basically there'll be the Harbor token and it will be airdropped. To, and uh, if you see it, uh, the Comdex stakers would be the first ones to receive the airdrop. So that is basically yes. How and when it will be done is under the wraps. Um, it will be out soon, but uh, you know uh, we'll let you know as things pro progress. But the the currently there'll just be one token that is the Harbor token. No token for Komodo as of yet. We'll let will you know uh, let you know if uh, that happens. But it's not in the plans right now. Yeah, for the airdrop stuff, we'll be definitely you know circulating information and all the details so you know what is the eligibility what is the snapshot and how it will be airdrop and each and everything in very detail very soon so yep stay tuned <laughs> who was next uh tricky was it um we have a k and queen do you know uh do you have details yet on which 
which Cosmos tokens, tokens are going to be able to be used for collateral on. Uh, hey, Slab, your your connection is kind of rough. Yeah, your connection's rugged. Yeah, but but I guess we understood his question. He no, he wanted to ask oh. what all token he will be using to back, you know, CMST. So maybe Shankesh, uh, if you could yeah. take up. Yeah, I'll take this one. You hear me better now. So, uh, so, so yeah, uh, I got your question. And yeah, some of the tokens which we will be introducing as collateral would be uh, CMDX, Atom, Juno, and so on and so forth. So all the Cosmos based assets, apart from that, you know, we are planning for some tokens uh, um, like uh, uh, Ethereum, we are trying to get ETH as well. And uh, coming back to how the CR ratios are decided for them. So we have done a proper risk assessment based on certain key parameters, like the intraday worst drawdown, the volatility of each of these assets the volume of 24 hours as well as the worst seven day volume. So because they, all these key parameters help us understand as to how a particular token will react and absorb the pressure, the market pressure in, on a downtrend. So this is the quantitative part, how we have decided the CR ratios for different assets. And then the qualitative aspect where we have, you know, gone through different projects of the teams and how they have, you know, eventually panned out up till now how they are performing. So based on them, we have given them certain ratings and then we have come up to, you know, different CR ratios for each and every one of them. And uh, apart from that, uh, we won't be having just one CR ratio for one particular collateral. Say for example, we have an ABC asset. So for that, we would be having, you know, three different walls. That would be vault A, vault B, vault C. And all these three would be having, you know, slightly different CR ratios. There would be a risky vault with a collateralization ratio, say for example, at 140% compared to, you know, vault C, which would be at say 200%. Now, someone, if he wants to, you know, put less CR, less collateral, so he would be have, you know, he wants more, less collateral, so he would be paying uh, most of fee, fee, stability fee, compared to the vault, you know, which is less risky fee. So the less risky fee, more the collateral, and less would be the stability fee. So that's how we have, you know, planned out for the CR and the collateral. Thank you. Slab Lab, does that answer your question? Yeah, yeah, that that answered it pretty well. Uh, sorry about my connection there. I'm actually I had to take my dog outside. No, oh, you're good, dude. You're good. My dog's always the puppers. <laughs> All right, we'll go on to uh, K. What's going on, K? Yeah, sir. Actually, I seen your models of uh, walls and locks are built based on the complex uh, models. No, uh, if there is uh, any malfunction over the module, it would be simultaneously hit, uh, hitting your walls also because as a domino effect. We get hip. Uh, it's like a more or less like a setting the same password for many, many, many applications. So that if one password gets exploited, uh, other many also get exploited. No, so, uh, line by line. Actually, do you have any precaution over it? Oops, I thought so. I gone so fast. Uh, we are not sure. You know, uh, maybe if you could, uh, give us more detail. We are not able to understand your question. Would appreciate okay, actually, I was going through the thread which was being. 
ah yeah okay sir actually i was going through the thread uh, that they mentioned the modules were modules of the walls and locks no of the composite uh, were built based upon the comdext modules no comdex release modules. uh so that it would be like a daughter or child to the parent no uh it's more or less like a, uh, having the same passwords for many things so the same code can be used over uh, all over the composite website if comdex gets uh, exported somewhere else in the ecosystem uh, youtube youtube guys can uh, get effort and uh, that is caused over comdex so uh, i got the high level question basically you are saying that you know if something happens to the comdex chain no all the um, things built on it can you know go down with it as well right uh, yeah as, as like a domino effect no because uh, many things uh, built on the same thing might get uh, affected if uh, something got in the parent or a zero day effect uh, in coding say they were you know zero day condition or some other things zero day exploit so that uh, it get exported all over the product is there any uh, view over it yeah so just adding on to it the comdex chain is built with the cosmos sdk right so it is just the cosmos code for to build the comdex chain and all the chains built uh, like mostly osmosis terra and juno all have been built with the cosmos sdk and we have seen that you know at chain level there hasn't been a lot of exploits and the modules work individually right so uh, the, there's like uh, composable and you know um, modularity in the modules that we have built and uh, each one is like uh, connected to each other but not with the not mostly there's nothing that could go down with the chain and it is robust okay i got the point actually everything is connected but not uh, uh, combined together to run as a function or it is isolated yeah, so by the module function individually as well like right? the modules we have built can function individually uh, somebody can pick up the module and build something on their own as well right just like how the cosmos sdk functions you know there's there's the architectural level code you need and you can build on top of it basically the comdex module works in similar way okay got the point basement is the missing is strong so that the uh, operating force get exploited i i got the point right i think so is my boom thank you bro i think we got queen up next for questions queen you with us you there uh, yes i am uh do you hear me well yep okay so i got uh, two quite general question first one did you consider to drop to drop uh stablecoin project after usd collapse and second one why do you prefer to create new stablecoin instead of using uh, old ones like usd usdc or another one and that's it mm-hmm. uh, i kind of missed your first question queen what was it uh, i asked if you cons- consider dropping stablecoin project composite uh, after uh usd collapse um no no not really because we have been working on it uh, since the last year and we knew you know this problem will problems with the algorithmic stablecoin mechanism and the mechanism we are using is over collateralized right and in the simplest way i can explain the over collateralization mechanism is um basically you take a loan like uh, 
you you mortgage your house and take a loan against it right so the value of your house and the loan is way less than the value of your house correct so in case you know you aren't able to repay the loan you, you the bank liquidates your house or not, not really liquidate but you know auctions your house off house off now the terra mechanism was basically the liabilities exceeded the assets that they have and that would probably not happen with composite so oh, we we are quite confident of moving forward with the overcollateralized mechanism and there is a need to in the cosmos ecosystem for an overcollateralized stable coin yeah adding to it you know we have been prominently speaking about the need of overcollateralized stable coins since 2021 itself and we were planning and you know building the whole architecture and doing some research on what all type of stable coin are available out there in the market so yeah uh, if someone is following comdex since we start then you might have uh, been aware that we were building uscx which was you know the name of our stable coin so it is not something which we started to do you know after terra luna fiasco uh, uh, but yeah we, we we were building it since last year itself and we were kind of prominently speaking about it as well we'll see our articles and blogs and all the interviews that we have given back in 2021 you'll definitely find the mention of uscx as well so yeah we were prominently speaking about it but just the it is a mere coincidence that you know when we came in front of the community and introduce it at uh, the same time the luna terra happened all the alco stables failed right so yeah it was just a mere timing and yeah i guess you know there is also a reason why we have renamed it from usd to composite and i believe one of uh you can definitely uh, tell the people why we do did so because anubhav and rest of the researcher were the people who came up with the composite name and the reason why we should rename and rebrand from uscx to composite so yeah handing over to you anubhav well one of the reasons uh, why we decided to rename from uscx to composite was uh, simply that you know we do, we do not do want that uh, you know we we are fixated on uh, uh, on the dollar or right. in the future let's say uh, there's a shift in the uh, financial world and let's say uh, you know there's some other currency that is taking over or uh, let's say that if there's like a shift happening so in, in that situation we probably would want to repeg uh, our currency to that or or maybe just choose an arbitrary number because it doesn't really matter to what um, uh, currency or what number uh, this this uh, token is pegged to as long as it is uh, not changing so that was one reason why we did not want to go ahead with uh, uscx and why we came up with composite was simple um, uh, it's basically composable with um, uh, platforms across so i guess that's that's my answer to this I believe that pretty much answers your question. Thank you for uh, yeah. answering all those questions. Yeah, thank you very much. We got V up next. What's going on, V? You there? Hi. Yes, I'm there. Hello, everyone. Well, I have been associated with Comdex even before the TGE, and uh, you can easily find me on their Telegram. and also on composite uh, chat now first of all i need to appreciate the work the complex team has been doing very persistently and uh, very you know uh, 
on a continuous basis, they are making progress. And thank you for bringing those products. I have uh, basically two questions, which even I have received and seen on the on the chats. The first is, uh, when are we going to introduce the test net? And second, um, we have bridged stable coins on Osmosis, JunoSwap, and other Cosmos decks. We Complex, uh, sorry, composite will be the native Cosmos stable coin. So, are there plans to introduce composite token on Osmosis and on JunoSwap soon as it launches? Thank you. I believe regarding the testnet and all the development related questions, we have our developers with us as well. Uh, Gains would would appreciate if you could drag Rohit from the listeners so that you know he can speak up upon the development going around who was it rohit uh rohit would appreciate if you could just raise a request as well we'll give him some time to request speak uh i, 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 I had another question there if you don't mind uh i know with a lot of DeFi protocols um the issue if you know some of them have run into issues with an oracle maybe giving a bad data feed and some attacker using that to manipulate, you know, a part of whatever the service that's being offered. What are your guys' plans for an Oracle feed to make sure that there's no manipulation of the uh, stablecoin protocol? Panel, panel, did you guys get that question? Can you just repeat that question once more? Sure. I was just asking, uh, what are your plans for an oracle to make sure that there's no manipulation of the stablecoin minting process? Like, are you going to use Chainlink or Band Protocol? I know Band Protocol is in the Cosmos ecosystem, so I'm curious what your plans are there. Yeah, so I can take this one. Uh, so basically, we are uh, going with the Band Protocol. Um, this was also live on. Uh, Testnet for C assets, I believe, and uh, yeah, and this is what we're going to go on with uh, for hardware for now. Any more questions, Lab Lab? That was a good question. No, I believe that's it for me. We got Secret Cosmonaut up here. What's going on? Mm, hi, um, I have a question. Is it is it correct that uh, uh, this stablecoin will be backed by other stablecoins such as Dai and USDC? That's what I'm reading in this uh, thread that's pinned. Is is that how it's how it's backed? Um, I don't know how you're taking it. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. So yes, that's right. Uh, so this would be uh, the stablecoin would be backed by the other stablecoins as well. Uh, but again, uh, like you know, that it wouldn't be uh, like free minting of composite against these um, tokens. Uh, we will have like certain caps set on uh, each. Uh, asset that we have, uh, including stable coins. And um, again, when it comes to stable coins, we have plans to have uh, these in the normal vaults that we have, which are over collateralized, and also add them to the stable mint module where you can basically do a one is to one um, uh, swap uh, for these coins. Um, coming to which coins you're finalized, we are still working on that. Uh, once we have 
uh, you know, some uh, confirmation, we will definitely share it with the uh, uh, everyone, with the community. Okay, so my second question then is, uh, help me understand this. Um, you know, each time you have a, a, a smart contract, you have a, a process between two entities, you're introducing risk. So USDC has more risk than US dollars, right? USDC, um, there's a lot involved and uh, there's risk to USDC. And now you're taking USDC and you're creating yet another stable coin, which in that process, you're probably exponentially increasing the risk. Um, why would anybody not just use USDC in Cosmos? And well, philosophically, why do you guys are creating this really? When I understand bridging has its own risk. And so it comes down to which one is greater, the, the risk of a bridge or the risk of uh, yet another chain creating another, um, you know, smart contract with, with governance and, 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 and multiple coins, et cetera, et cetera. Is, am I correct on that? Is, is that pretty much the, the, the decision making here that we choose between the risk of a bridge and the risk of um, persistence chain? Is, is that what it is? Um, or what is philosophically the reason for coming up with this stable coin when we can just use USDC? So one thing why, um, why we have created another stable coin would be that like, look, USDC is like a centralized stable coin, right? Uh, when it comes to CMSC, it is going to be decentralized. So adding to whatever you talked about, like, you know, the risks that we have with uh, bridging and all of that, I think one of the major reasons why we have created another coin, we need another, uh, we need a decentralized stable coin um, here. And this would ensure that, you know, like with, with CMSC being a decentralized coin, uh, it ensures that, you know, it is, uh, uh, censor censorship resistant, and you know that that I think is something that is truly needed for the uh, ecosystem. So, yeah, I okay, so the last so the last question. I really I really wanted to leave it at that, but I I just have to say this: How can you say you have a decentralized coin, but it's backed by a centralized coin that you already? So you're using a, what you call a centralized coin as collateral to create a decentralized coin. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a um, coder, uh, but, but that just doesn't make any sense. And I'll just leave it at that. I'll listen to you guys. Gritz, you had your hand up. Yeah, I actually was, I don't know if this was asked or answered already. Uh, uh, is the USDC and DAI that you're going to be backing the stable coin also going to be on the bridge or are they going to be actually their own native assets? Uh, so for now, it is planned to be uh, bridged, and I think, uh, like you know, that is the thing. Uh, uh, sorry, I didn't get the name of the uh, person who had asked the previous question. But the thing is, uh, even though, uh, like you know, we are backed by one of the centralized uh, stable coins, it's still a, a bridged asset, uh, right, uh, on our chain. And uh, like as I said, like these are not the only tokens that we have that we are accepting as collateral. We have a basket of other such tokens. It is not just dependent on one, one such asset. So I, I, I guess I don't fully uh, agree with you on this. That uh, you know, we, we, it, it doesn't make sense that we cannot have a centralized coin uh, being used to back up our CMSD. I guess this is just one of the other options that we have. Uh, yeah. 
adding to another point basically uh, all the fiat payable coins so it's not just usdc it, there will be other coins as well and if the if we are talking about the risk out here like backing you know so even the assets that we are taking each and every asset it has it comes up with its own risk so stable coins are not the only ones you know which we are saying okay it's backing a particular coin and to give you another example dai so the model which you know we replicated the maker dai model that in itself uses usdc and it has other stable coins as well in its psm module so it's the risk which is taken by the protocol but that risk is limited by a particular ceiling so every thing is you know backed you know diff by different collaterals and are limited by ceiling hmm. are, are there are there any plans to actually get these off of the bridge because that's like my only really major concern so the team is still you know discussing you know with the pros and cons about you know each and every collateral and we the number crunching is still you know happening at our end so yeah once we would finalize everything like uh, we would surely let you know about this okay yeah i prefer nothing to be on bridges because those are a point of failure not jerry you have uh, your hand up and good great question uh, great. <clears throat> Yeah, um, so far, uh, our community is so astute, guys. I love all the questions coming forward. You guys are, everybody here is just, you know, they have great questions, great in-depth, uh, you know, analysis of, you know, stable coins. I think everybody really cares about Cosmos and uh, about the health of Cosmos. So, you know, you, can, you can't go wrong asking questions like these. I, I, just, I really appreciate everybody coming forward, asking these great questions. Uh, I also wanted to say happy Father's Day to everybody. Everybody who's a dad out there, thank you for being a dad. Thank you for looking after your kids. I, I know it's a grind. It's, it's the greatest responsibility and the greatest joy in the world. So uh, to everybody out there who's a dad, thank you. And um, happy Father's Day. I, my questions were, um, actually, I had one for Cosmos Spaces, too, because you guys are, are validators, too. You guys do, you, you validate Evmos, uh, Comdex, Adam. Osmosis, eMoney, DigChain, Juno, and I've also started delegating some NOM to you guys. Now, when it comes to validating stable coins like uh, eMoney and like the the new Comdex stable coin, is that is that kind of like different validating wise versus regular tokens? Is is or is it pretty much the same validating? Or another question is like, so you're validating on Comdex now, another token coming out that you'll have to validate for in that regard. I'm sorry, Jerry, can you repeat the question from the beginning? I missed the first part. Sorry. Yeah. So uh, you, you guys, uh, Cosmos Spaces, you guys are, are great validators and you're great. Um, you know, I love that you guys are like a, a media arm of Cosmos. So I like to support, you know, the, the tokens that you validate for. I was just wondering, as far as validating goes, um, is it different being a validator for stable coins versus validating for other tokens within Cosmos, or is it pretty much similar? And then uh, as far as the, the Comdex stable coin that's coming out, uh, are you going to have to open another validator just for the, that stable coin, or is it just going to be part of the, the Comdex token? Um, I'll let the uh, Comdex team take the second part, but the first part... Um... Basically, validating from chain to chain, it doesn't care what the token on the chain is or used for. Um, it's just the base protocol um, and producing blocks that like validations are worried about. So it doesn't make too much of a difference because all these chains are 
Cosmos SDK based. Um, so there are little differences, you know, from chain to chain, but for the most part, um, like a validator sees it, you know, almost as the same thing, I would say. And then as far as uh, having to do a new new validator and a whole val- new validator set for um, like Harbor and the uh, stablecoin for Comdex, um, I'll let the, uh, the Comdex team talk about that. Yeah, uh, so maybe I can take this one. Uh, so basically, uh, the Harbor token is going to be a native Cosmos token. Uh, there is no need for a validation uh, or a validator group here. Uh, yeah, that's that's all. And maybe uh, so Rohit uh, from our team, I think he wanted to speak on this further. Maybe you can uh, take it over from here, Rohit. Yeah. Hey, uh, hey, Anubhav. Thanks for the question. So just to clear something, uh, clear a few uh, steps. So CMDX is our native token, and that basically secures the chain. So governance on that part is important. As far as uh, all the tokens that are getting minted, for example, CMST, a stablecoin, then after that, uh, any other C asset, a C gold, or anything that gets minted doesn't needs to is not directly securing the chain. Uh, so no governance is needed or validation is needed on that part. But Harbor uh, token would help us to secure the particular protocol and the decisions regarding it. So that will be using the governance, but validation in that part would, would not be needed. I hope I have answered your question. Yes, uh, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, and if I could just ask one more thing. Uh, so I love that you guys are looking at offering a, another stable coin. Um, I've been um, building up a stack of e-money because uh, I like, and this is Jerry from Knots, so I'm speaking on my personal stuff, not not speaking for Knots. Um, but uh, for me personally, I, I like e-money in that it's like um, it's got it's been fully audited and they use um, they use fiat uh, that's used around the world, like uh, the euros, um, which have more stability than cryptos themselves. So like if you see a large dip like you do now, you're, you're not going to have the, as much loss in value. Uh, you know, I love cryptos. I'm very pro cosmos, but it seems like crypto cryptos have a while to go before their value really begins to like become more steady. We look at Bitcoin itself and, you know, we all love Bitcoin. Most of us own some Bitcoin, but even Bitcoin has trouble maintaining a a value to, to, you know, back up, you know, what it is. And that's what I love money is that, you know, they have their crypto side, but they back it with fiat so that, um, you know, it's, I think it brings more stability that way. Are you guys looking at doing, I guess you're probably not doing it that way. You're not going to use any kind of fiat or alternative types of commodities um, to back to back your token. You're just using cryptos. So that would be my question. So this, what does Comdex use to back to back their to back their token? Like when you have a stable coin, uh, what are you going to use to back your token? Other cryptos? Yeah. yeah so so we, I'll, I'll take up that question. Anubhav, okay. you want to okay. So no, there exists different uh, models in centralized or decentralized also on-chain and off-chain models. So we are following an on-chain collateralized model. So all the collateral that we are taking are supposed to be on the chain itself. That can easily be verified by any other user. So it's, it's a different model technically. Uh, it's just Eman is using a different model and we are using a different model. This is my perspective. If you want to add something, please go ahead. Uh, no, I think that pretty much covers uh, what you, uh, what the question was. I guess maybe uh, maybe the uh, person who asked the question can confirm. Yeah, I was just wondering if you guys 
we're using anything other than cryptos to to back your your stable coin but you answered the question and i appreciate it thank you guys for uh answering all these questions today that that's all i had thank you yeah jerry too i would almost look at it as when they use stable coins like usdc that's like in a way using proxy fiat it's just on chain um if that makes sense and uh well since nobody's saying anything i wanted to throw in one last thing as i was sitting here talking i think when it comes to making comdex knots i think i'm going to go with x knots because i think com knots is not going to look good so x knots it's going to be <laughs> but those will be in the works down the road i like it yeah the first the other name might uh might be a little weird. We might read that wrong. Excellent. <laughs> 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 um, all right, so let's uh, go to oat milk. I know we had uh, more questions lined up. We got oat milk and then Sohan. Uh, maybe, you know, uh, again, uh, I, I, I see many people are listening Hello, to this. Oh, one second. Let's, uh, let Rhythm, Rhythm was saying something. Oh, yeah. Hello, guys. Uh, yeah. I'll just, I have a question. Uh, Hello, I believe there are so many questions coming up, so maybe we, we shall take question first and then I'll uh, continue what I was going to speak. Yeah, please, uh, Sohan, please go ahead. Yeah. Uh, hello, guys. First of all, congratulations for uh, going uh, forward with this idea after such a huge collapse of Luna we have seen. And uh, my question is regarding that. Uh, Harbor token is especially for the minting of uh, CMST, right? And uh, so how can we uh, specifically be avoiding the situation that Luna faced, actually? Uh, so, so Ham, uh, I think you have a misconception here. Harbor token is not responsible or is not the asset backing CMST. We are not going to use the Harbor token to mint more CMST. So we will never have a Terra Luna situation. Uh, Terra Luna, as I said earlier, is an algorithmic arithmetic uh, type stablecoin. We are over collateral. In our case, whatever revenue, whatever interest that is being generated through uh, the interest rates uh, in composite, uh, uh, oh, sorry, on the Harbor protocol, whatever money is generated kind of flows to the Harbor token. Like after, you know, going through the process of going through the surplus, the collector module, and then once we have a surplus on that as well, then that is when we sell off our composite and burn or mint Harbor as a situation B. Mm -hmm. So like, so basically, you know, maybe you could just, uh, you know, just go through some of our uh, tweets and uh, threads that we have, and maybe you'll just be able to understand like how um, the Harbor token is going to work with CMST. It's not the Harbor token, I can tell you, is not the one that is backing CMST. For sure. Thank you. Thank you. And the uh, question is that, uh, like Harbor Toker is uh, not the one backing and uh, responsible for the minting. So uh, when we, uh, it's uh, kind of a slightly uh, backing uh, from the uh, collateral managing point of view, what ratio do we manage the collateral to so that we are uh, safe at a time of a flash crash? So uh, that we can avoid depegging. So I can take that question. So basically, whatever would be, you know, the minimum collateralization ratio or the liquidation ratio you can you know the safe ratio would be you know basically around 50 to 80 percent more than you know what the liquidation ratio would be so if say for example it's at 150 you can ideally keep your vault at 220 so in case of a sudden crash you can just avoid from getting liquidated does that answer Thank you. your question 
satisfactory. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much. Yeah, I, I want to ask um, a quick question. Yeah, I don't know if you, if you could hear me. We can. Okay. Um, just a quick one. Um, I know EUAZC has this function since it's a centralized um, stablecoin where um, they could actually blacklist an address if the authorities or the legal systems say so. I don't know. Since um, CM, uh, the composite stablecoin, I could, is this, is there any function of the team like um, blacklisted an address? Is that, is there any function of that happening in the stablecoin complex is creating? Mm, can you please repeat the question again, Oat Milk? Okay, I mean, if there is a function where the composite um, stablecoin could be could be blacklisted by the team, if at all there's an issue with an address, is there any function where the team can actually blacklist an address or control an address with the stablecoin? Yeah, that's my question. Oh, okay, got it. So, no, basically, we cannot do it. It is a fully decentralized stablecoin. And just like USDC has a function of, you know, blacklisting addresses who, who, who you know, perform maliciously on-chain, we do not have anything like that. And, you know, the, there's no centralization risk here. So that is basically, basically before also someone asked, you know, that why you, why not people are using USDC right now? Why not keep it USDC, correct? So th this is the systematic risk that USDC has, right? It is centralized and uh, if something happens, your uh, uh, assets can be blocked and blacklisted. So basically you can convert your USDC in CMST and it is a fully decentralized stable coin and no blast blacklisting can happen here. Uh, I hey, think, uh, okay, cool. Hey, Comdex team, how are you guys doing with time? You guys all right? Oh yeah, definitely not not a problem to us. You know, we love to answer all the questions and really appreciate you guys. You know, helping us to cope up with all the questions coming up. And we definitely encourage people to come and ask their queries, question, whatever they have related to our upcoming stablecoin. Uh, we are here to clear all your queries and questions. Um, I think it was Ruben next, right? Uh, Tricky. Yes, sir. Hey, fam. So I've been looking at stable coins for a good six months. Um, I've been trying to find a solve because it's a nightmare. Um, and it, it feels to me like the, 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 the greater the complexity, the, more, the, the higher the attack surface in a lot of ways, whether it's technically or economically, I think in UST's case. Um, over collateralization seems like a, the least worst method um, that, that I've come across. So glad to hear you guys are talking about that. Um, but, uh, well, and I should say, um, in, in a scenario where, for example, um, it was over-collateralized with euros or gold or whatever coin, um, and then the value of the whatever coin, of, of the thing that's being used to over-collateralize, drops, um, are you guys looking at finding a way to sort of... Um, participate in the, in the sell-off and to buy other sort of like coin indexes to sort of re-collateralize the, the, the pool? Or are you just dropping the value of the percentage of the pool that is, that is represented 
with that form of collateral or something else? Uh, yeah, so maybe I can take this one, Ruben. Um, so first of all, let's say we do have such a crash for a particular asset. Uh, the first thing that would happen is like, of course, you would have like a mass trigger of uh, liquidations on our platform. Um, let's say we are, uh, again, in the auction mechanism, what we'll basically have is whatever, let's just take, uh, let's just call this token XYZ. So basically XYZ was a collateral that was used and it crashed. So we will be auctioning off XYZ in a, uh, that style, uh, auction mechanism and whatever in return, what people are going to bring to us is composite from the markets. All right. And, and this composite is something that we're going to burn and we are going to give away this bad asset to the people. Now, in this situation that we are not able to recover all of our composite that was minted against this um, uh, XYZ asset. So uh, the next line, this, this is uh, when our next line of defense gets triggered. Now that is basically our collector module. So the plan is like whatever surplus has been uh, uh, collected in the protocol, uh, like, you know, we are going to use that uh, to be able to cover this bad debt. Uh, Hopefully, you know, if everything, uh, uh, if, if, like, you know, it's it's not a very bad situation, if it's only one or two such bad assets, it, it can possibly be covered by the uh, collector module. In case, let's say we have multiple such bad debts, um, it is still possible to maintain the peg of composite uh, uh, to $1 in external markets. But what will happen is we'll be minting new harbor tokens and ensuring uh, basically absorbing the bad debt uh, from from uh, uh, <coughs> the market away and and basically getting uh, getting this absorbed into the harbor harbor token so that is how we plan to manage it for uh, 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 you know like for, for bad assets All right. super interesting thanks yeah it, it sounds like um, the peg is um, it's almost like pegs to an index of currencies based on the collateral profile yeah you could say that yes yes that's that's yeah, how that, that's the only way that i can think this could possibly work yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah all right yeah. thanks guys sure. it's it's the least unstable coin basically yeah <laughs> or the most stable one <laughs> got lots of good questions yeah, coming. Yeah. appreciate it guys if there's a uh... hey um tricky or gains i guess viz got blocked by the host somehow he's unable to fetch the space Oh not my sure, goodness. Not sure if that's anything to do with you guys. But I also wanted to say another thing. Uh, really awesome of the Condex team, Rhythm, Viz, uh, Vish, everybody else that's there moderating and stuff for being like, you know, a presence. You know, a lot of other projects seem to have a communications issue. Nobody knows where they are, where they are, who they, who they are, or what they're doing. It's just nice that you got some people actually talking to everybody. Thank you. Thank you, Gritz. We'll look into that. I was actually having some difficulties earlier. I, I was trying to unmute. I couldn't unmute. Um, and then I, yeah, it was just, just a pain in the butt tonight, today with the uh, spaces. I feel sometimes because spaces is kind of glitchy sometimes, somewhere, but yeah. <laughs> I seriously I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, definitely not blocked because I even followed him a little while ago just to try to get him to come back. Oh, in. yeah. But I can't message, uh, message mm -hmm. him. So. Not sure. No issue. I believe we'll uh, join again us pretty soon. So, sorry for having so many questions. I just like to have a full understanding of, or to best of my ability anyway. Uh, so, my last question, I believe, is 
a lot of times when there's a lot of volatility, especially on the way down, blockchains can get congested because there's so many people trying to either add more collateral to avoid liquidation or, you know, pay their loan back or whatever the case may be. How how stress tested is the validator set for Comdex in case there was, you know, a situation where there was a sudden drop in the market? I know it's very frustrating for users whenever they can't get a transaction to go through and they get liquidated because no fault of their own. It's just, you know, sometimes blockchains fail under the pressure of, you know, a whole lot of requests. So how is Comdex, uh, how, how, uh, how stress tested is the validator set? And if there was an example where a bunch of liquidations happened because transactions couldn't go through, is there a plan for, for that if it were to happen? Do you guys get that question? I feel, uh, yeah, but I feel like uh, our developer Rohit would be the best person who could answer this. I was like, he is closely involved with the development and, uh, you know, all these stress testing of the protocol and the stable coin. Uh, I'm not sure if you could hear us. Yeah, yeah, I, I can hear. Can you, can you repeat the question? I'm having a bad internet today. Sure. Uh, a lot of times whenever there is a lot of volatility, especially in a short amount of time, I know like different lending protocols on the Solana blockchain have really suffered from this problem. But whenever there's a lot of volatility and a lot of people are trying to submit a transaction, sometimes blockchains get so congested that transactions cannot go through. So uh, my it's mainly a two-part question is how stress-tested is the validator set if that were to happen? And if there was a situation where, say, there's a lot of liquidations because people could not get their transactions to go through, is it? Is it going to fall on to the users that you know that they got liquidated for no fault of their own, or is there some type of some type of plan? If you know, are you going to stop liquidations in that in that scenario, or what's the plan there? Yeah. So as far as the stress testing of the validator set is concerned, uh, Cosmos is a is a stress tested mechanism. Uh, like uh, the Cosmos. Uh, SDK as well as the Cosmos ecosystem using with uh, with Tendermint is used by all the products uh, that we have seen. And uh, as far as the liquidations are concerned, so we have a mechanism uh, where, for example, if a lot of liquidations are happening, there is a mechanism to shut down the system uh, from outside, which is, I'm not saying will be used uh, in normal conditions. But as far as the liquidations are concerned, uh, a case like uh, in the Ethereum side would not happen with Cosmos due to uh, the like the consensus mechanism is completely different there and here like we we, we follow the byzantine fault tolerance mechanism uh, pro provided by the tendermint but it's like it it chooses the proposer a block proposer uh, with a different mechanism so like the block uh, mining time is 6 seconds here whereas in ethers is different and also there is no congestion uh, in this block proposal if there are a lot of transactions happening. So every block gets proposed in six seconds, irrespective of how many transactions exist. And all the transactions that could be accumulated in a block gets added to that. So it's a mechanism, which is a fails of mechanism. But as far as uh, uh, testing it thoroughly at, at different levels, uh, there there is still a lot of scope in that.
course. I actually have a point uh, I wanted to make on that. Uh, Jack actually, Jack Zampelane pointed this out uh, a couple spaces ago when the Terra thing happened. Uh, the Solana ecosystem would be very good comparison in my opinion. The Terra situation would be because they actually were running Cosmosm, an older version, but yeah, uh, Jack was pointing out that it basically held up as far as the infrastructure goes when they went through that attack. Just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah, I, whenever I mentioned Solana, I, I, I know that the consensus mechanism is different. I just I just know there can be like kind of like, you know, some some delays at times if there is a whole lot of people trying to submit their transactions at once. And it, not just on Solana, but also on things on other blockchains. It's just sometimes there's, you know, mass liquidations because you can't get a transaction to go through. I'm, wonder, I'm wondering if the Oracle might be at more of a fault for lending protocols versus the actual uh, consensus mechanisms. And personally, I know I'm not I'm not familiar enough with band protocol to to comment on that a lot. I'm very interested to see how it holds up when it comes to you know a situation like that I, I know they've been around for a minute but i'm just not you know super familiar with how many chains that they uh they provide oracle services for i actually heard from maybe tenderman timmy i think that band might have something to do with Chainlink anyway but i'm not 100 percent sure on it all right i got one um aml and kyc uh, y'all, um, by building a stable coin, um, you, if, if it's efficient and if it's effective, it also attracts um, certain flavors of transaction from certain parties that governments aren't super excited about. Um, and I'm wondering if, um, does the org have a, um, a domiciled legal entity? And is are, are the transactions? Um, presuming this is not a, like a privacy coin, um, is there a way for a, a government to sort of trace transactions? And if it's if it's really efficient, could it be used by um, actors um, to do stuff that governments don't like? And if so. Um, is the org that is responsible for the things subject to um, state powers um, for the purposes of um, basically turning up and knocking on the front door at some point? This is a weird question, but I'm just curious if there's an answer. I believe they're based out of India. So, uh, and they're, uh, I believe US residents are not eligible. I believe they're blacklisting some countries. I'm not sure on that. I think uh, Rhythm might know more. Yeah, on the part of the legalities and all the regulation, we definitely are consulting with our legal team as well on that front. And yeah, there are some constraints, uh, you know, uh, that are currently there with some regions in the world. But yeah, we are, you know, making sure that, you know, we are doing everything uh, compliant to the rules, laws and regulations that are out there. I uh, can't give you much of the insight over there, uh, without having, uh, you know, uh, solid information from our legal team, what we are able to speak and what are the specifics, but definitely we'll be releasing uh, the information really soon so that, you know, all the legal uh, legalities and regulations are 
clear to each and every one so that you are aware uh, if you are able to use our stable going platform and you know all the things that are coming up or not. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm I'm not sure if there's a way to get around that. The only way that I could think of getting around that with the stablecoin is to make it slightly inefficient and just make it unattractive to use as a medium of exchange. But then, of course, that hurts everybody else as well. Um, yeah, that's that's a, that's a tough one. So, um, yeah, yeah. Look, look that, that, to that's kind of a, a tricky way to move ahead with. But I'm sure our legal team will definitely handle it wisely. Uh, I actually do have a little bit of insight as far as. Uh, possible solution for that. I don't know if any of you guys are familiar with QIDAO. It's Q-I-D-A-O. It's uh, it's put on Polygon. I believe it's on six or seven different blockchains now. But they have a ceiling for each asset. Uh, they use a, a whole lot of different assets to be able to mint their stablecoin. Their stablecoin is called MAI, it's M-A-I, but uh, they have uh, a ceiling for each, you know, there's a ceiling for the ETH, there's a ceiling for Bitcoin, all of those things, there's a ceiling, so only certain amounts of the stablecoin can be minted against that collateral. So when it comes to money laundering, uh, usually, you know, people aren't trying to money launder relatively small amounts of money. I mean, I'm sure it happens, but it's not as big of a deal in that case. Whereas, you know, if there was an unlimited ceiling and somebody could just come in and, you know, min a million dollars and that, that could be an issue. But if the ceiling isn't super high, then it becomes, you know, less of an issue. Um, yeah. So I would like to take that question. So for all these assets, we have, you know, seen the liquidity, what is there in a single day in the last seven days. So the, the ceiling wouldn't be too high for any particular assets. At the very start, we have, you know, trying, we are trying to come up with a number which, you know, would be very much, you know, near to, you know, for any particular asset as close to, you know, a daily liquidity or means seven days daily liquidity so that it's very much closer to any particular asset. And as in when that particular ceiling of an asset is reached, it would be only, you know, raised by the governance proposals. So yes, uh, it won't be an unlimited ceiling and uh, the issues which you just mentioned right now, that wouldn't be a problem. So yeah, does that answer your question? I think we got enough time for one more question before we wrap it up and uh, I'll give the floor to the context team if they have any final words after the question. We don't got no more questions and yeah, we'll, uh, we'll wrap it up here and uh, the context team have any final words. I feel like, you know, uh, just before wrapping. Okay. I guess lab have a question. Oh, uh, it wasn't a question. I just wanted to commend the Comdex team and everyone associated with that for how, uh, how patient they've been and how, how thoroughly they've answered all these questions. It seems like, you know, there hasn't been any any time during this whole spaces where, you know, you guys have been stumped or blindsided by a question. I'll say I'm very impressed by how how much research you you know has been done and how prepared you guys were for the spaces. Thank you, Slab Lab, for uh, coming up here and asking a ton of questions. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Slab, for your kind words. So yeah, I guess uh, we are moving to the end of the Twitter space, but then, you know, 
uh, we have spoken about a lot of uh, CMST or stable coin, but you know, we have hardly discussed our Harbor protocol and Harbor platform. You know, what all things will be available on the platform? Uh, what are the different utilities of the Harbor platform? So I believe if we can just uh, give two minutes to discuss what, what will be the utilities and how uh, Harbor platform will function. If you guys could, you know, take this researchers. But yeah, thanks for that. Maybe I can quickly uh, address this. Uh, so on the Harbor uh, platform, uh, basically the first thing, the most important thing that we have is the minting, minting of CMST by locking up your um, collateral. Uh, <coughs> sorry, just a moment. So like once you have a vault open, you'll have multiple options. Uh, you can uh, basically deposit more collateral, withdraw some of your collateral, as long as uh, you're safe uh, when it comes to uh, collateral ratios. Uh, you can also borrow more CMSC or repay some of your existing debt. Um, so yeah, so these are the functionalities that would be available on, on, on the minting side. Of course, you'll also have the option of uh, closing up your uh, vault uh, by repaying the due amount. Uh, the other uh, salient feature that we have is uh, what we call the locker. Um, in the locker, basically, uh, users can deposit uh, their composite and uh, receive, uh, you know, variable rate of uh, return, um, which is uh, essentially compounded per block. Um, the next thing that you know uh, users can uh, participate here is in basically auctions. Uh, whenever there are uh, any active auctions, every uh, anyone can basically participate in these auctions and try to grab onto any liquidated asset or if in case we have like a debt or a surplus auction, they can also, you know, try to um, sell off the harbor or basically uh, <coughs> get some uh, composite and return for harbor. Um, finally, the other thing that uh, users can do on the platform is be, uh, participate in governance. Now, this is limited to Harbor token holders, and um, I recently have shared a, a thread on how important it is going to be for a um, Harbor token holder to you know make wise decisions when it comes to um, the interest rates. Uh, I'm basically voting on the interest rates and you know other parameters on the platform. Because uh, it's not as simple as, you know, okay, you hike the interest rates and you earn more uh, money in terms of, uh, you know, value accrual to Harbor token. Uh, interest rates, the locker saving rate, the stability rate, all of these affect the peg in the long term, um, uh, you know, in secondary markets for composite. So we have like quite a few, um, you know, things going on on the platform. Uh, hopefully, uh, you know, we'll be sharing, uh, you know, we'll be going live with the tested soon and um, you guys uh, should be able to um, get, you know, some access to it. Um, I hope that uh, answers your question, Rhythm. Uh, if anyone, yeah, maybe you can continue on this Rhythm. Yeah. Yeah, I believe, you know, uh, people will now have a better understanding of the utility and functioning of Harbor protocol and the platform. So if anyone of you have any question or wanted to ask anything, please go ahead. We'll be, I guess, wrapping up these spaces pretty soon, games, if I'm not wrong. Yep, yep. And uh, thanks again for, for taking the time to stop in. I know it's a whole different time zone where you guys are at. Cool, amazing. Well, everyone, enjoy the rest of your day, night, wherever you are. And again, happy
happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. Take yeah. care, everyone. Thanks, Thanks for coming by. Thank you, guys. Excellent Thanks, Doug, guys, for Thank coming again. Thank you bye so bye. much. Take care, everybody. Have a nice day. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was Cosmo Spaces, the future of stable tokens, an AMA with composite money and harbor protocol, recorded on Sunday, June 19th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support. When we blow through the dust, volcanoes erupt. No one ever guessed that the game would be tough. Keep your hands off when the play is a bust. Plain old and just, so we keep it on the one. Blast off on the two. Help me see the three. Third eye open wide, checking out the scene. Razor beam focus, Starscream jokers. Living off the fat of the people they approach. Tell me what happens when the land fights back. With the cliffs at our backs, make the last stand matter. No one ever planned for the famine on deck. We was walking all erect with the dead man's swagger. Sitting in a little den. Vision in the middle, men listen to the fiddle man play a little ditty, then talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian, lost in the maze, trying to make the next bubble billion. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian, lost in the maze, trying to make the next bubble billion. Little Dan vision in the middle men Listen to the fiddle man Play a little ditty then Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze Trying to make the next No one gave a shit Till the drugs all dried up Everybody died from a bad batch of Lysol But it didn't matter We was all hyped up When the pedal lit the metal He just didn't have the right skill Watched in the daytime Till the night curfew Rats in a cage Till they make time to murk you Got a little job That falls under my purview We gotta get this mob Away from the birds you gotta find cover wipe off the bird poop right off the work while you try on the worst juice blinded by perps who try to reverse truth slide like fox news just trying to lie to you eating up the slop like a bunch of hungry vagrants i can't wait for the day they lock us up in stasis mock up a basement could call me resilient waiting for the internet to make me a billion Vision in the middle, men listen to the fiddle man play a little ditty, then talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian, lost in the maze, trying to make the next billion. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian, lost in the maze, trying to make the next billion. Imagine a world in which an old dying man's last dying wish is fulfilled. Alexa! Can you play that one Cephi space where he clowned all the safe moon and XRP bag holders and then told everyone to buy Luna because it was going to a thousand? I'm, I'm confused why we're not talking about the fact that you can easily like 300x your money on XRP. Like, you know, I son, I remember a time. And it's Alexa, enough. I'm trying to reminisce now. I remember a time before Terra Spaces existed, when things that were said on random Twitter spaces would just get lost to the proverbial black hole of time. 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 
that's the best bet. Uh-uh. Why isn't Luna in wind turbines? Hey, guys, though? I'm reading all about these wind guys, turbines. Guys, do you mind if I explain Cardano a little bit? Because I've been in Cardano since like 2018, and I can't do a full breakdown. Um, just when you thought it was safe to shill shit coins. <laughs> oh my god, you guys. I don't know what to do. So much blood. It's so red. From the creators of Your Exit Liquidity, in association with We All Love to Hear Ourselves Talk, Inc. For more information, go to terraspaces.org slash donate. Terraspaces.org